Season's greetings, listeners. Welcome to Superstitions, a Spotify original from Parcast. My name is Alastair Murden, and today, I have a little something for you. Every week, I unwrap a new superstition, ripping back history's most colorful beliefs and rituals to reveal the hidden human truth. From wishing on a shooting star to keeping your shoes off the table, I cover a veritable grab bag of customs we simply can't give up and tie them in a bow with a short story. And today, I'm your secret Santa, here to tell you what's part and parcel of gift-giving superstitions. You can find episodes of Superstitions and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. Holidays may vary across cultures, but no matter what you celebrate, at some point, you'll give a gift. And much like holidays, every culture has its own gift-giving beliefs. In China, gifts should be declined multiple times before acceptance. In Russia, children's gifts shouldn't be opened in front of the giver. And in botanist circles, you cannot say thank you for a plant. Because what happens if you accidentally express your gratitude? It dies. Gift-giving customs are so important, American talk show host Oprah Winfrey used to dedicate an annual TV special to her holiday gift recommendations. Every November, millions tuned in to Oprah's favorite things, hoping for inspiration. The special underscored the importance of finding something better than cold hard cash. As Oprah demonstrated, a good gift is an art form bringing joy to the giver and the receiver. It's a way to say, I know you and I see you. But bad gifts mean something too. The most famous example may be coal from Father Christmas, but there are others. According to superstitions from around the world, the wrong gift can bring evil spirits, bad luck, and even the promise of impending doom. Some of these can be relieved with a second gift, but others, like today's gift exchange gone wrong, are much harder to unwrap. Coming up, gag gifts that gag back. There's a new class of blockbuster drugs. Drugs like Ozempic. They're changing bodies. And all of a sudden, just the weight starts falling off. Fortunes. It just got too expensive. They're just bank breakers. And industries. There was a lot of excitement. There was a lot of skepticism. The impact of these drugs from business to health is just beginning. From the journal, Trillion Dollar Shot. Find it in the journal feed wherever you get your podcasts. It feels like we're all being told to go on this diet, take that supplement. Ozempic will give you depression, but you know what'll cure that? Weed. Or you could try to balance your hormones. At Science Versus, we're like, what the f*** is going on? Forget the crap online and listen to Science Versus. Just the facts. Oh, and a bunch of stupid jokes. What is a ghost's favorite fruit? Booberries. That's Science VS. New season out on Spotify soon. 
black and purple candles? Check. Holly over the mantel? Check. Spiked hot cocoa? Kaylee looked up from the to-do list on her phone. Danny, is the cocoa hot yet? Her childhood best friend, Danny, lifted the ladle to her mouth, tasting Kaylee's custom brew. She nodded, said it was hot, then took a bigger sip. But as Kaylee checked off her list, Danny spit out her cocoa. Is this spiked? I'm still nursing. Kaylee winced. She kept forgetting many of her peers were now parents. Pump and dump? This is supposed to be fun, like high school. Danny grimaced. Like high school? What, did you put NyQuil in there too? Just a dash, Kaylee grinned. Kidding, kidding. It's rum. Danny wipes the cocoa off her tongue with a napkin, quietly unconvinced. Kaylee racked her brain for a new subject. Harder than expected, considering they'd known each other since third grade. But if Kaylee had her way, tonight would close the distance. Her friends wouldn't grow apart like all the other high school friend groups. Her friends would be different. Sure, Danny's baby had little in common with Kaylee's assortment of tadpoles, but deep down, they were still the same girls who'd made a voodoo doll of their terrible AP stats teacher. Hoping to bring those girls out, Kaylee was throwing her first ever holiday party and foregoing the typical gift exchange. To spice things up, she'd invited all of her friends to bring a gift with a superstition behind it. Because nothing would keep her friends together like evil spirits, bad luck, and a few choice curses. Of course, none of them believed in any of it. It was simply their kind of fun. Danny and Kaylee lit candles and set out bowls of warheads. Kaylee listed off their high school friends who'd RSVP'd. Adorable Angie, Dogecoin Dylan, Serious Shane, and Macable Matt. Kaylee had nicknamed him the first time she and Danny got drunk. She'd been too nervous to admit her attraction sober. They told him he was Macable Matt because he always had a girlfriend. But the beautiful women on his Instagram didn't stop Kaylee from fantasizing about the two of them being together. One time, when they were younger, she thought she saw Matt writing her initials in his notebook. She hoped that someday, maybe, they'd be more than friends. Danny interrupted her train of thought. Where should I put this skeleton? Kaylee pointed to the corner where she'd set up a combination of a haunted house and a stable. In the manger, he's baby Jesus. Danny waved the skeleton in surprise. Baby Jesus is dead! Kaylee defended her decor choices. He'll come back. That's his whole deal, overcoming death. Kind of the point of Christmas, ironic or not. Danny frowned, but expertly swaddled the small skeleton. Once upon a time, Danny would have laughed at Kaylee's cursed Christmas crash. Hopefully, their other friends would still appreciate dark humor. Otherwise, the superstitious gift exchange would be a bust. When the doorbell rang, Kaylee answered it. It was Matt, wearing an obnoxious, ugly Christmas sweater that still somehow made his eyes sparkle. Her throat tightened. Matt leaned in for a hug, but on the side. 
The wrong words tumbled out of Kaylee's mouth. Happy holidays. You look festive. He greeted her with a sheepish smile. Happy holidays. You too. Even got your old eyebrow piercing back in. Kaylee had never taken it out. Matt had complimented it once, sophomore year, back when he had his own eyebrow piercing. You always... Matt spoke at the same time. Halloween always was your favorite, even at Christmas, he winked. Kaylee beamed, forgetting to play it cool. Isn't it everyone's? Welcome to the darkest holiday timeline. Superstitious gifts, sour candy, skeleton nativity scene. You can put your present on the table. Dylan, Shane, and Angie arrived within minutes. Kaylee gathered them all in the living room and, in the moment she'd been waiting for, raised a musty book over her head. She picked up the tome while searching for more candelabras at Goodwill. It looked more like a grimoire from a horror movie, beautiful calligraphy, and all in Latin. Instead of the night before Christmas or something similarly cheesy, Kaylee explained she'd read a page titled Munera Maledictio, which she translated to mean evil gifts. With her friends circled in the candlelight, Kaylee felt like she was in high school again. Bad luck with the side of curses, it was perfect. Pronouncing the Latin just as she'd practiced, Kaylee waved her arms over the gifts. Spiritus veniunt potestatem supelex hoc spatio affera. She locked eyes with Danny, who winked, and Matt, who seemed puzzled. Kaylee met his eye, heart fluttering, as she finished the curse. Maledicta Dei his objectis. Okay, who's ready for some terrible gifts? She spotted Dylan on his phone and frowned. He clocked her disappointment. Sorry, lot of action on Coinbase today. To the moon! <laughs> Danny and Angie giggled, sharing a knowing, incredulous look. Dylan was convinced that Dogecoin was going to buy him a mansion. He ran a hand over his slicked back hair. We'll see who's laughing when you're swimming in my Olympic-sized pool. But hey, you know what? I'll go first. Dylan picked a gift from the table, a small package covered with tiny bows. Clearly the work of Angie, who had a thing for miniatures and also matching bows on her headband. After unwrapping, Dylan revealed a wallet, holding it up for the room to see. Now for the fun part, Kaylee thought. Angie, why don't you tell Dylan how this is bad luck? Angie nodded, smiling too big. If you give someone an empty wallet, you're wishing them a lifetime of poverty. At least, if you're Irish. Dylan shook the wallet as if money might come out. So we're doing Halloween meets Christmas meets St. Patrick's Day? Matt rolled his eyes. Too many holidays to keep track of. Isn't this a white elephant? Kaylee looked down at her hot cocoa and took a swig. Based on his chuggy sweater and obvious confusion, Matt hadn't read her invite. It stung. Out of everyone, she thought Matt would have been the most excited for this party. 
Before Kaylee could answer Matt, Dogecoin Dylan began mansplaining the rules. They were all supposed to have researched a gift that spelled some form of doom and then bring a cheap version and an explanation of the bad luck they'd invoked. At least, someone had read Kaylee's invite. But what about that unlucky 13 party from last year? Someone died at that. This isn't actually real, right? Matt said. Kaylee shook her head no. Superstitions are made up to enforce manners and hygiene, nothing else, she said. Then she got the party back on track, prompting Danny to tear open a newspaper-wrapped gift. Danny held up a digital watch. Its timer counted down from 27 minutes. From the corner, Shane finally spoke up. Got it at a police auction. The batteries work, but I couldn't figure out the timer. But the point is, it's a clock. According to Chinese superstition, receiving a clock means time for you to die. Everyone chuckled. Except Dylan, who was frantically refreshing his phone. Guys, Dogecoin just tanked. Matt patted him on the back. Oh, sorry, man. Dylan put a hand on his forehead. Matt, it tanked. I just lost $374,000. Everyone gasped. That was a lot of money, Kaylee thought. He really had been trying to buy a mansion. They tried to comfort Dylan. Maybe the meme cryptocurrency would go up again. It was all pretty volatile, right? But Dylan pushed them away. He slammed his phone on the arm of Kaylee's sofa, then trudged to the bathroom. Kaylee couldn't help but find it odd. Dylan had received the empty wallet and then, within minutes, lost thousands of dollars. Guilt tingled in the back of her mind, but she held her tongue. She didn't want to become a target of Dylan's anger. Instead, she brought a hot cocoa to the bathroom and coaxed him back to the party. Their friends would make him feel better. She could tell Dylan didn't believe her, but he did retake his place on the sofa. Shane opened the next present, a pair of pearl earrings. The room chuckled as muscular, tattooed Shane held up the shiny earrings. Dylan explained, My grandma told me you should never give pearls as a gift because you're really giving them tears. Almost on cue, tears welled in Shane's eyes. Everyone laughed. When Shane only cried harder, Matt told him the joke was over. Danny teased him about taking the wrong steroids this week. Shane started to fire back, but he was too overwhelmed with tears. He quivered. I'm just so happy Kaylee threw this beautiful soiree. We are so blessed. The room was silent uncomfortable with the display of emotion. Clearly deciding ignorance was the best way forward, Angie grabbed a gift. Death, tears, bankruptcy, <laughs> wonder what I'll get. Ripping up paper, Angie squealed. It was a pair of boots. Angie loved shoes. Danny piped in. They say if you give someone shoes, 
they'll walk out of your life forever. Kaylee wanted to joke about how dark that was, but she couldn't shake a funny feeling. Something was wrong. And that feeling grew tenfold when Angie stood up and immediately walked across the room. Dark realization hit Kaylee. Wait, everyone stop. All the superstitions are coming true. Angie just walked away from Danny, Dylan lost a ton of money, and Shane, well, Shane cried. Matt interrupted her. Cute, but we don't need the magic is real act, Kaylee. Calm down, we're having a fine time. He grabbed a package and tugged at the fancy black velvet ribbon. Before Kaylee could reply, Angie was completely gone. Just then, Kaylee realized Matt was in the process of unwrapping her present, a knife. According to Kaylee's mom, giving someone a knife would sever your relationship. She'd given Kaylee's dad a knife during the coldest period of their marriage. Later, they divorced. Kaylee pleaded, Wait, Matt, don't open that! You throw a party asking people to bring unlucky gifts and now you don't want to open yours? How bad can it be, Kaylee? Matt ripped off the last scrap of shiny black paper and turned over the knife. Candlelight sparkled off its edge. At that moment, Angie returned through the front door, walking backwards. As she attempted to reach her seat, she slipped on shiny wrapping paper, but even on the floor, her feet kept moving, trying to walk away. I can't stop walking! Angie's shrieks joined Shane's. He hadn't stopped crying. Next to them, Kaylee saw the grimoire on the table. She recalled the Latin she'd read. A curse of evil on these objects. She scanned the room. The shoes, the wallet, the pearls, all seemingly cursed. Kaylee's eyes landed on Danny, who sat in an armchair separated from the group. In her hands, she held the watch. As Kaylee approached her, Danny held out the watch silently. If the superstition was to be believed, the clock signaled Danny was about to die. Coming up. Kaylee unwraps a curse of her own. Hello, I'm Hannah Maguire. And I'm Saruti Bala. And we're the hosts of the new Spotify original from Parcast, Sinister Societies. You may know us from the very creepy and excellent podcast Red Handed, but now we've teamed up with Parcast for an unprecedented look at history's most nefarious groups. Some preach extreme religious practices. Others warn of impending doom. And then there are those whose endgame is far more diabolical. Every Tuesday on Sinister Societies, we take a peek behind the curtain and discover the most ominous organizations the world may or may not have known. Learn how entrepreneurial sects made fortunes off their brand, how charismatic cult leaders caught the eye of celebrities, and why strange orders of the extraterrestrial or collegiate kind attract the most unlikely of followers. Some groups convene in the shadows, others operate in plain sight. All are absolutely sinister. Follow Sinister Societies free and only 
on Spotify. Now, back to the story. Kaylee took the watch Danny had unwrapped during their superstitious gift exchange. The tiny clock face read 23 minutes. She tried to reset the timer, pressing every button. Nothing changed. She pressed harder, then slammed the watch on the coffee table. The timer flashed. 22 minutes. Angry, Kaylee drew back her arm to slam it again. Danny's hand stopped her. I don't think breaking it will fix the curse. Kaylee squeezed Danny with one arm. The other held the watch away as if it were radioactive. You believe me. It's cursed. I don't think I have a choice. Danny cocked her head around the room, gesturing to Shane's unstoppable tears, Dylan's angry call with Coinbase's customer service, and Angie's jogging feet. Danny continued. I'm thinking back to the homework you made us do for tonight. Kaylee blustered. It was just fun research. Just then, Danny started coughing, hacking up phlegm. She spit on the watch. Seeing Kaylee's horrified face, Danny clarified, In my homework, I read that in Maasai culture, they spit on gifts for good luck. Maybe that'll reverse this. She held up the shiny, wet watch. Still 22 minutes. Her face fell. But Kaylee thought Danny might be onto something. Maybe there was a way to reverse their bad luck. An idea struck her. Everyone, put your gifts back on the table, now! Kaylee spoke with such force that the rest of the group complied, piling up their unwrapped gifts. It was the most threatening collection of junk Kaylee had ever seen. Dylan, do you have a dollar? He gave her a pointed look. Is that a joke? Kaylee pulled a coin out of her junk drawer and handed it to Dylan. Put it in the wallet. Angie said the superstitions about an empty wallet. If you gift a wallet with money in it, there's no bad luck. Dylan put the coin in the wallet. So now what? Now we re-gift, Kaylee explained. Dylan took the wallet, removing the coin and putting it back in for good measure. Thanks, Dylan. No problem. Dylan pulled out his phone. The screen now cracked from him slamming it in anger. His face lit up. Dogecoin's back up! 34%! Everyone, get a new gift, quick! Kaylee put her hand on the knife, claiming it, though she didn't want to hold it. Walking around the table backwards, Angie lifted Shane's pearls. He took the heels, making a joke about how this whole party was designed to turn him into a drag queen. Within a few moments, he stopped crying. Then Angie stopped walking, finally still, and turning to face them. Kaylee let out a sigh of relief. Her party hadn't ruined everyone's lives. Matt held out the watch. The timer changed from 17 minutes to 9. Like clockwork, tears rolled down Angie's face. Shane headed for the door, shoes in hand. Matt ran his hands through his hair, muttering about nine minutes and clearly trying not to punch a wall. 
all they'd done was shuffle the curses. Kaylee wanted to hug Matt. He'd just been handed a death sentence. But as she tried to walk in his direction, her limbs grew heavy. She tried to step forward, and it felt like walking through thick sand. When she managed to step, her stomach reeled. Saliva flooded her mouth as if she was about to be sick. She remembered her own gift, the knife. It must be cutting her off from Matt. Then she remembered something else her mum said. You could avoid severing a relationship if the knife was bought. You exchanged money for the gift. Kaylee's stomach instantly settled. She turned away from Matt and grabbed her purse by the door, finding the spare $50 she kept for emergencies. She waved the bill, trying to get Matt's attention across the hall. Matt! Matt, here! Sell me the knife! He stared at her in confusion. She yelled louder. It's the rule! If I give you money for the knife, it's not a gift! Matt fumed. BS! All the re-gifting did was nothing. Kaylee pleaded further. It worked for the wallet. Maybe this can work for us. Matt's response was sharp. Did it work? We don't really know. Maybe Danny's identity's been stolen and tomorrow she'll lose her house. Kaylee couldn't give up. That's a dark assumption. We... Matt cut her off. I'm sorry, but don't you thrive off dark assumptions. I mean, look at you. You're still dressed like an emo kid doing weird voodoo magic. Just grow up and throw a normal party, please. Kaylee looked around the room. Danny was on the phone with her husband, upset. Angie sobbed. Shane was attempting to crab walk back to the group as his shoe-clad feet pulled him toward the door. And Matt, one of her oldest friends, wouldn't listen to her. Kaylee couldn't even get within ten feet of him. Her stomach curdled. She held out the bill, heavy in her hand. Forget about me paying you. It's a gift. Use it to buy the watch from Danny. Matt shook his head. I don't need any more gifts from you, Kaylee. He walked toward her, stepping over Shane. But when Matt got close to Kaylee, he smacked her hand aside, pushing past her to grab his coat and boots. Kaylee gripped the knife tighter, trying not to cry. She yearned to say sorry, but its curse kept apologies trapped in her throat. Instead, Kaylee heard the truth in her head, as if it cut straight from the knife. She'd brought it all on herself pushing her friends to get together. They hadn't hung out in the past year, not because they were busy, but because, deep down, none of them wanted to. All she'd done was tear them further apart. They'd never have the friendships they once did. As much as she still cared about them, she didn't belong with these people anymore. Kaylee tried to shake it off. These weren't her real thoughts. Or were they? 
She tried to drop the knife, but it jostled around in her hand, slicing into her fingernail. Ouch! She stuck her bloody finger in her mouth, the knife too close to her face. But the stinging pain brought a moment of clarity. She may not be able to mend her severed relationships, but she could undo the curses. At least, for the others. Kaylee yelled across the room. Everyone, give me your gifts now! The group looked at Kaylee, confused. She continued, You can go home or not, I don't care. Just give me all your gifts. I have a way to break the curse. Relief washed over her friends' faces, and they brought the gifts to Kaylee. It was as if she was the evil witch who cursed them, now turned into their fairy godmother, saving the day. She saw gratitude from Danny, at least, as she accepted the gifts. But Matt only eyed Kaylee's bloody, spit-covered hand with revulsion. With Angie's help, Kaylee slipped on the pearl necklace. Tears instantly stung her eyes. She laced up the shoes, and invisible hands pulled her feet away from the group. She slipped the wallet in her pocket and held her hand behind her again for the watch. Matt dropped it into her hands, wordless. Kaylee couldn't see if they were sad to see her go, and she didn't want to look. She yelled a curt, thank you, and ran out the door without saying goodbye, propelled by the shoes. She ran down the sidewalk, sloshing through snow on the ground. As she passed a local creek, Kaylee threw the wallet into it, then the pearls. She wouldn't need them. She blinked through her tears, looking down at the watch. It flashed down to four minutes. Her phone rang. It was her bank, the same number that called any time her credit card number was compromised. She'd probably lost all of her money somehow. Heaving a bigger sob, Kaylee finally figured out where she should walk to for her final minutes. The field in front of her high school. Even if she'd lost the friends she'd made there, the field still held happy memories. It was where they'd started their inside jokes, where she'd first heard some of her favorite songs. When she reached the middle of the field, Kaylee was finally able to stop walking. She was far enough from her former friends. Those relationships were done now. She sunk to the ground, stabbing the knife into the dirt. Snot poured from her nose as she entered her last minutes on earth. Of all the ways to die, she supposed she would have chosen death by cursed object. It certainly fit her flair for the macabre. Though now, that she was living it. Kaylee wished she'd been someone who planned to die in a boring way, like of old age in bed. She looked at the watch. One minute left. Her ears rang. It sounded almost like someone was calling her name. Kaylee! Kaylee! She looked behind her and saw Danny, Angie, Shane, Dylan, and Matt running toward her. Dylan carried boughs of neon holly and Danny carried the skeleton baby Jesus. They handed them to Kaylee. Then, Matt handed Kaylee a wrapped gift. Happy anti-Christmas. They'd followed her 
Why did they follow her? The knife told her they didn't even like her. She stared Matt down, only slightly less sick at the sight of him. I thought you never wanted to exchange gifts with me again. Matt replied, That was before you saved my life. Now open your present. Kaylee swallowed the bile rising into her mouth as she opened the bag, pulling out an iPod shuffle. Matt put a headphone in Kaylee's left ear and turned the music on. It was one of their favorites, Evanescence's Bring Me to Life. Kaylee still didn't understand. Seeing her confusion, Danny patted the skeleton baby in Kaylee's arms. Just say thank you for the gifts. Thank you? Kaylee still didn't get it. The group stayed quiet, listening to the song. Kaylee figured that dying while listening to an absolute banger wasn't the worst way to go, even if she was, technically, being killed by a watch. The timer beeped. The song ended. Kaylee exhaled. This was the end. And apparently, the afterlife included heavy guitar. Was that Fallout Boy? She looked at the watch. 8.52. No more timer. But there was Matt, smiling wide. He spoke. After you left, I picked up the book and read the curse myself. It said all objects in the room would be imbued with power. He explained that once she'd left and they were no longer cursed, they could think clearly again. The solution was simple enough. Find an object tied to overcoming death. And God or reanimated body, skeleton baby Jesus, didn't stay dead. Sticking with the reason for the season, they hoped the holly would ward off any other bad spirits. That was its traditional purpose, after all. Angie held up a bow to underscore the point. We went out on a limb. The only part Kaylee still couldn't understand was the song. Matt grinned. Oh, I just knew you'd like it. You can keep the iPod. It's preloaded with a playlist of all our old favorites. It was the perfect gift. He knew her, truly. And with their friendships recovered, Kaylee had the greatest gift of all. She could have kissed Macable Matt. Looking into his eyes, she thought, why not? If their friendship could survive a curse, it could survive a kiss. She leaned towards him. As her lips brushed Matt's, warmth rippled down her body. He pulled her into him, hands tingling in her hair. He kissed her back, gently. Good thing I'm currently single, he said. Kaylee beamed. She had nearly forgotten everything else when she heard a distant yell. Guys! Hey, guys! Their friend Mary Ann ran down the field towards the group. Sorry I'm late. I showed up at Kaylee's house and no one answered the door. So I was driving home, then I saw you all. It's a Christmas miracle. Anyway, I brought my unlucky gift. Want to hear the superstition? She held up her gift. Wrapping paper couldn't hide that it was an umbrella. 
No! While gifts are present in every human culture, we're not the only gifters on planet Earth. Chimpanzees, dolphins, and parrots all give gifts. And unsurprisingly, the most popular gifts in the animal kingdom are edible. Animals give for the same reasons we do, to create and maintain social bonds. These bonds are necessary to survival, sometimes quite literally. If you've ever received something shiny from a crow, it's likely because you fed it. If you continue to feed it, it'll continue to bring you small gifts. You've become its drive-through window. But not all gifts are culinary. Each spring, penguins exchange pretty rocks with their mates. But the pebbles have more purpose than just to impress. They're used to build nests to protect future offspring. The pebbles given today symbolize the relationship they want tomorrow. Just like penguins, the gifts we give are symbolic of our relationships. As the heroes of today's story learn, it's not the material gift that matters, but the intention behind it. You aren't just giving an item, but a message. And no matter what it is, a gift given without care can spell doom for a relationship or worse. So when you give gifts this season, remember, it's the thought that counts. Thanks again for listening to Superstitions. You can find more episodes of Superstitions and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Until next time, be wary of the things you cannot explain. Superstitions is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Michael Motion, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Trent Williamson, Carly Madden, and Travis Clark. This episode of Superstitions was written by Maggie Admire, with writing assistance by Stacey Nemec and Greg Castro, fact-checking by Anya Bailey, and research by Brian Petras. I'm Alastair Murden. You aren't supposed to know about them, unless they want you to. Powerful groups with their own very specific agendas. And if you find yourself on the inside, good luck getting out. Hi, I'm Hannah Maguire. And I'm Saruti Bala. Join us every Tuesday for our new Spotify original from Parcast, Sinister Societies. Whether it's doomsday predictions, deadly greed or world domination, each week, we're exposing the beliefs and actions of the most ominous organisations the world may or may not have known. Follow Sinister Societies free and only on Spotify.